said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Did you It's harder than dying For me, tipping up's way harder than trying Lauren Hill said her heart was in Zion I wish her heart still was in rhyming Cause who the kids gonna listen to? Huh? I guess me if it isn't you Last week I paid a visit to the institute They got the dropout keeping kids in the school I guess I clean up my act like Prince do If not for the pleasure, at least for the principal They got the CD, then got to see me drop gems Like I dropped out a P.E. They used to feel invisible now they know they invincible To the crib, just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that. So if you don't do it, do it just like this. Like this. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life as I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life as I See It, episode 140. Um, we got right now me and Gert in the building. Shout to Wu, C, Rico Key might be joining us a little bit later. Um, of course, make sure everybody is subscribed to the podcast on Apple, on Spotify, across all podcast platforms. Make sure y'all subscribe. Hit that like button on YouTube. Make sure y'all check out our visual content on Patreon.com backslash Life As I See It podcast. Um, and uh, this week. I believe I want to just start uh, with, you know, just get it out the way. I'm going to go ahead and start with the sports take because, of course, the Warriors won their fourth championship in however many years. Steph finally got his finals MVP, uh, deservedly so. It looked like he was going for it. I know they was talking a lot of shit about him saying that he needed a finals MVP to solidify his legacy. kind of disagree with that. Um, but nonetheless, they won it in six. Um, and yeah, man, uh, I seen a lot of like chatter after the fact, um, you know, of course, Draymond going to talk his shit. Um, you had a couple players just chiming in, giving their opinions, talking a little spicy. Um, so was it, was it a surprise to you at all that Golden State took it? Cause I know at one point you were saying you might feel like Boston could take it. Were you surprised that they pulled away the way that they did? No. Golden State Warriors, their nucleus is the best team ever to play basketball. Klay Thompson, don't get enough credit. Klay Thompson was hurt for two years. The Warriors didn't make it to the finals for two years. Klay Thompson came back. They went back. The last game he played prior to this year was in the finals. He gets hurt in the finals. Next year, he makes it back. Um, he don't get enough credit. 
that nucleus, those three, Curry, Clay, and Draymond, um, best team ever. Hands down, yeah. best team ever. They're definitely the best team ever on record in terms of regular season, having the most wins in a season ever. Um, but, I mean, that's that's an argument that somebody going to have to really fight to disprove uh, simply because of their success. And, and that's part of the reason why I felt like they were going to take it um, because I felt like experience along with that nucleus that you speak of with those three players, uh, they've just been there too many times. They've been in every scenario before and they've seen it all. So they know what it takes truly to push through. And it's something that Jason Tatum has to go through. Like a lot of greats have to go through. They got to get smacked, you know, before they bounce back. Um, Jason Tatum is still, he's still that nigga. You know what I'm saying? He's young. Um, and maybe they eventually do um, get themselves a championship. But uh, I think it's part of the growing things for them. So I know they ain't necessarily trying to hear that shit right now. But uh, shout out to them nonetheless, because it definitely was a good run. It was an exciting run. Um, I think I like the the new their new head coach. Um, and historically, you know, I don't fuck with nothing Boston, nothing New England, nothing in that area. But those players on that team, I do like a lot, and I do like their head coach. So, um, yeah, that's that's my take on that. I will go on record saying I like Memphis. I, I, I say next that. year I like Memphis. Um, one, they outcoach themselves against Golden State. And two, Ja got hurt. I think they still could have took them deep with them outcoaching themselves. So it's going to be... What do you mean they themselves? If you go back and look, they were... Memphis was the second team in the West. How they got to be the second team in the West was because of points in the paint. They led the league this season in points in the paint. John Morant was competing most of the season with Joel Embiid with points in the paint. Where I say they outcoached themselves is Steve Adams. He didn't, he didn't play the first three games of that series. They benched him. They tried to shoot it out with Golden State and had success success shooting it out with Golden State. But I think if they would have stuck to their game plan and kept Steve Adams in, um, they would have been able to compete with Golden State. And that's, you know, just my belief or what have you. But next year, I'm, I'm hoping their coach learned from that. And, um, you know, he, he, he makes that adjustment to where he doesn't outcoach himself. Sure. Um, so real quick, I want to kind of switch to um, just kind of some current shit that's going on now. It's been going on for the last however many years. And um, it's getting to a point now for me where, you know, I, I feel it's more important than ever for people to really pay attention to what's going on. So what I'm speaking of is just kind of like the state of, you could say the world, but the country in particular from reports coming out saying that, you know, every other week it's a new fruit that they recalling or saying that it's causing these other uh, diseases because of GMOs or whatever else is going on. Um, there's a shortage on a bunch of things. We know what inflation looks like. 
Um, and shout out to, and shout out to, and rest in peace to Dick Gregory. Um, shout out to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Like they've been talking forever about the importance of growing your own food, knowing exactly what you're putting into your body, um, those sorts of things. So at this point, right, um, I don't think that you grow your own food. Um, is that something that you think you can see yourself doing in the future or the near future? Um, what's your take on on that that sort of thing? Me? Nah, I ain't growing my own food. I seen somebody uh, seen a meme the other day saying, I'm going to have a street nigga on his knees in the grass planting turnips with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I just ain't ready for all of that yet, though. My brain ain't that patient. I can dig that. Um, me, right? Um, I do think that I want to. Um, I don't know where I would start. Maybe some vegetables, something small. The way my yard is set up, it's not like so enclosed, and I don't really have a way to kind of like um section off whether it's animals insects or you know birds whatever the case may be um and i know you can you know do like small pots or whatever but i am interested in doing it um i certainly understand the importance of it the other side of that argument though is even if you grow your own food how do you know that the seeds are good or the seeds are you know what i'm saying official because we know for a fact that GMOs is fucking everybody up. Like, that's a fact. Like, um, and for people who are not even familiar with GMOs, genetically modified organisms, I believe, um, it's important to, like, pay attention at least to those things when you see your food and, and the labels on it, because that just lets you know that these things were made in a lab um, and they're not natural. I watched something maybe a week or so ago about the difference between farm-raised fish or seafood and wild seafood. Um, and for those who may not know, farm-raised is disgusting. Like, <laughs> like, you can't say it no other way. I mean, they have, whether it's the shrimp or tilapia or whatever, they're all in this one barrel, for lack of a better word, they're, they're feeding them like chicken feces, they're eating their own feces, they're eating other fish that are in that particular pool, cesspool of just disease and bacteria. And then they're selling it to the people in the stores. You know, farm-raised fish, uh, I mean, wild fish, um, if it says Alaskan or if it says, uh, believe, Pacific, that means it's wild-caught. If it says Atlantic, it's typically farm-raised. If it doesn't label it as farm-raised. So like little things like that, to try to at least make the attempt to, you know, eat a little bit cleaner or not, you know, pollute your body with all of the shit. I think those things are important, even if you don't get as crazy as growing your own food. Um, we got we got bad lungs in the building. Um, I don't know if you caught all of what I just said, but um, what is your take on um, the idea of growing your own food? Do you think it's necessary? Could you see yourself? participating in the future? Like, how do you see that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I come from a culture where we grow, I mean, I'm, I'm Dominican, you know what I mean, blocking all day. 
And on our culture, um, that's what we do. And then also on my wifey's side, they they from down south, so they they used to like growing peach trees in the back and just grabbing something, keeping it moving. So agriculture is is, is a is a beautiful thing, but it's, once you're in that city living, man, you ain't trying to hear all that, man. Like, where you going to grow something at? Unless you, like, right. well, like the community got to get together and pick, like, a little spot and grow something. But even then, like, who's going to maintain that? It's a lot of work. It's not as easy just playing seeds and then coming back six weeks and, like, voila, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's some work. So, but I do think it's the better, it's the way better uh, alternative than just, like, buying... I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of stuff we consume, especially on, on in America, I could say either fake, clone, modified, something. <laughs> it ain't come from from the source. We could believe that. Right. And and anytime you see things that are mass produced, you have to know that as well. Um, from fast food chains, which we all know ain't healthy for us, to even chain restaurants your olive gardens not to you know whatever but those type of restaurants that you find in any community all across the country like a lot of that shit is produce that's frozen and modified to look a certain way appear a certain way um you know we know about the, the food coloring thing where they'll have some chicken for example that might not be looking the best they'll fucking spray the shit or inject certain red meats because I, I was also looking at something on instagram i believe and it was talking about how there's really no such thing as red meat that's not really the color of it it's more brown like how you you know how it looks when you cook it and they're injecting this red meat with i don't know if it's food coloring or whatever to turn it red to appear fresher and more appealing to the eye because that's a psychology thing as well certain colors make you hungry certain colors make you incentivized to eat so the color red the color yellow like if you notice a lot of the fast food chains have those colors in it it kind of sparks that thought to make you hungry so it's 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 all a psychological warfare like it's a lot going on you know what i'm saying and sure everybody's not going to be mr or mrs agricultural man or woman um, but I think it's important to just kind of pay attention to those things and be mindful and try your best to just be balanced, even if you're not going to grow your own food. Just try to be balanced because at the end of the day, health as well. Shouts to Styles P and Pharmacy for Life, health as well. So that's uh, that's 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 kind of my take on that. Um, but <laughs> and Wolves, we kind of talked think, about this. I think, okay. I think the only thing we can do if we're not sure what we're consuming. We should start fasting periodically, you know what I'm saying? The best thing I can give you, the only advice I can give you, because at the end of the day, no matter how, like, tedious you are watching what you consume, you're going, it's, it's inevitable. Unless you're just eating straight leaves in the air, goddamn, it's inevitable at this point. So I would yeah. just say fast periodically, like every six months, something, every year, at least go in three to five, three to seven days or something, let your body reset. You know what I'm saying? That's the only advice I give somebody. Yeah, intermittent fasting is a good option. Um, I think there are several different types of intermittent fast fasts you can do. Um, one of the more popular ones is, I believe, 14 hours from the last time you you ate. It's either 14 or 16. I think it might be 14 hours. 
Um, and believe it or not, that does help reset your everything. You feel better. It may, you know, it may be a little adjustment in the beginning, first couple of days, but you do feel better. Um, sleep, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sleep is important. A lot of motherfuckers not getting a lot of sleep. A lot of motherfuckers not drinking enough water or drinking alkaline level water to where their their bodies is pe- like it's so much shit you know what i'm saying and it can be overwhelming for people to be like man fuck all that i'm gonna go get this this uh two for five from <laughs> wherever i'm gonna hit the chicken store or you know what i'm saying and you know it, it, it's it's a lot but try to try to try something you know what i'm saying try something um because every little bit helps work um now i do want to also just take the time to um to shout out one more time uh rashard carmichael um round of applause for him he um we we put out a a real dope episode last week y'all can view that right now on uh on youtube on our youtube page life as i see it podcast um and one of the jewels that he dropped before um before we we left that pod was he said that his therapist had recommended him to look at something that he was unfamiliar with um, before he went to bed every night just to kind of reset your brain because the idea is if you're only watching or consuming what you're already familiar with, you're not really giving your brain a chance to expand and grow and so on and so forth. Um, I actually tried that, not every day, I did try that about two days last week. Um, and I just think that that was that was pretty dope. Um, did you did you fuck with it, Gert? Did you try it yet? Nah, I ain't been asleep yet. <laughs> See, niggas don't <laughs> get enough sleep. Told you. <laughs> I don't I, I own truly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, I ain't get a chance to do it, but um definitely on the agenda. Yeah. It's Absolutely. time I, I want to implement uh, daily. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think that's 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 really dope. Um, so shouts to him. Make sure y'all check that episode out available on YouTube right now. Um, switching back to music. Um, so right now, I guess you can call it festival season. There's a lot of festivals going on. Um, and it's a lot of changes happening within the music industry. Um, Drake just dropped a new album that was actually categorized in the dance category. Um, it's not the first time a rapper has put out a a different or alternative album that may be in a different category, uh, genre wise, but I saw a lot of pushback from people out there that they hated it. They didn't like it. Um, they was killing them saying it was trash so on and so forth. Um, One thing I will say is when you have a big artist like a Drake, like a Kanye, like a whole, like, I think when they push the envelope in terms of trying something different, more times than not, it may not necessarily be received the greatest in the moment. Sometimes it is, but it may not be received the greatest in the moment. But what ends up happening later on, a year, two, three years later, you see more and more people starting to adapt those those newer risks or take some of those 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 risks that those big artists may have sacrificed a few years earlier um 
your opinion on just the the changing of or the evolution of music or hip hop you know we've spoken about this off air and you know i know that you were saying that you just where you are personally Gert, in your life you don't listen to rap as much as you once did you're not as connected um you don't really care much about the newer stuff does that does what i just said support your argument and what you were trying to say to me in terms of you think it's over for hip-hop because you did make that statement and that's kind of what i thought about um when i saw all of the pushback from drake making this this dance album this album is kind of like an album for people who like house music so if you don't like house music you're not gonna fuck with it which is cool but do you think that supports your argument at all or you think it's not the same this album being part of me saying it's over for hip hop, no. Okay. The elements that made hip hop hip hop is no longer important to the younger generation. That's what I'm saying when I say it's over for hip hop. What the okay. uh, the texture, the fabric of what made hip hop hip hop is no longer important. And you know that even goes into what we was touching on earlier. Um, where you stay biased. Um, if you're making dance music, party music, um, it's not the same as you making music to be the best MC. So that's why versus lens towards uh, East Coast rappers is because most East Coast rappers are making music with the mindset of being the best MC. When you go to party songs, it, it, it's a different energy surrounded by that. And I would think it would be harder to get those artists who are not making music to be the best. Okay. Uh, what What's your opinion on it, Wolves? Like, did you think that, um, you know, well, first of all, I don't know if you even heard the Drake album or not or heard any of it. Did you? No, I heard a couple of joints. I mean, but... No, I haven't delved into it because it's not really a delve into album and it's categorized as dance. So I'm good. Right. That's more the club and whatever. Like I'll hear it in certain settings and rock with it, but I ain't going to throw that in a whipping rod out. I can't do right. it. Right. Um. Yeah. And then just speaking to Gert's point about like the youth not really uh, putting the values that hip hop was based on or founded on rather, um, like on a pedestal, do you see that leading to the quote unquote end of hip hop as we know it or knew it? No, I just think the the barrier entry is low. We all know that like a person today can go in his room, get a beat off YouTube or whatever, make a catchy tune and he out of here. That's not necessarily like the fabric of hip hop, like Tegur said, being the best MC, lyricist, lyricism at the forefront. Even though all the top guys are lyricists at heart, but the general consensus of hip hop right now, quote unquote rap, whatever's popular, I guess drill and trap is still top dog as far as genre wise. I mean, you don't have to have out jump out the gym type of skills to make those type of songs. And for those to go so yeah i mean people don't care about the elements of hip-hop no more but i do think when the smoke is clear and everything settles 
it's always going to be beats and rhymes at the end of the day. Always. Whether it's going to be lucrative for certain people or not, that's always going to be at the base of it. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion. But the, 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 and I would say, where you mentioned the beats and rhymes, that is the music that lasts. But most artists are not looking to last. Like they're but, but, looking but not, to- But not always per se, like, like because again, that's, that's still bias. Because you're saying it lasts based on it satisfying your taste for a long period of time, Paul. No, like, that's not what I'm speaking to. What I'm speaking to it lasting is when you look at the newer artists who catch that one, they don't, it, it's rap is not a career. If you go back and look at all of the artists who catch one and they're not looking for that MC foundation, they don't last in hip hop. From your bigger, you, you name the biggest. Uh, if you look at the snap rap, you go to the biggest snap rapper, they're gone. If you go to, you know, all of these sounds, the if, if the ones who are trying to be lyrical is the ones who made a career at a hip hop. The ones okay. who are not, they phase out at some point. I can agree more with that because I do think it 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 falls down to paying attention to the craft and actually having like real care for the art. Um, because you may not necessarily be trying to be the best, but you may be very conscious in what you're saying and how you're putting words together. And even skill-wise, you may not have the ability to come close to some of the best, but because you have attention to detail and you're putting your product together, your art together in a way where you can tell you took your time with it or you can tell you really paid attention to it, yeah, those artists probably do last a little bit longer, mainly because they probably love it more, uh, as opposed to the other type of artists maybe in it strictly for the money. And then when they're not as hot anymore, it's like, all right, well, what else am I going to do? Because like you said, sounds change, waves change, you know, in the, in, the, in the internet age, like, you know, shit turns over a lot faster. So I guess I see uh, what you're saying there, like, you know, no disrespect, but I thought of, and he wouldn't even, in my opinion, be considered like someone who was necessarily chasing a wave. I think he would be more in the like one one hit wonder category, but uh, the nigga Mims, no disrespect, but this is why it's hot, right? This is why it's hot was a dope joint, big hit. And then I don't even think he had anything else. Did he even have anything else? Yeah, he had another joint, but it wasn't This Is Why I Was Hot, whatever. Or this Is Why I'm Hot. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be somebody who um, just kind of caught one and, you know, lucked up, for lack of a better word, versus like, okay, so I'm going to touch this topic. So what about Fetty Wap? He had a string of hits for not that long of a time. Would you say that that's uh, a lack of taking the time, like how I was explaining earlier, or he would be more in the other category of, okay, well, after this shit runs out, then what am I going to do now? Uh, we still got to put an asterisk in. Hip-hop is fairly young as a culture and as a as a entertainment, whatever, however you want to categorize it. So we got to 
remember that too. As far as Fetty, the label, man, that's that sounds like label stuff. Like the label was just capitalizing off the now and didn't care about the future. Cause there's no way you put out that many heat rocks like that and then just fizzle out after that. And now you catching charges and doing XYZ. So it's a mixture of the label and just mismanagement, not really knowing the business. And then once you get a understanding of the business a little too late, you know what I mean? And then moving forward, you get frustrated or it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth fault. And then you just walk away from it. a lot of people walk away. There's more people walking away from this after they see behind the curtain versus like trying to like get back up and do it again. You always hear about nah, I left nah, I left it alone. Nah, I despise it. Nah, I don't rock with I don't rap no more or whatever. Whatever's the story. But it's always like the games I was so scorned by the behind the curtain, I'm good. I'd rather I'd rather do something else. So it's it's a weird it's weird on that one. But yeah. Um and then you, you made mention of like, you know, the culture or the genre rather not being that old. We're talking 50 years. Um, do you think it's on the youth to learn to respect that point? Like, okay, this is fairly new in comparison to, say, jazz um, or I, I can't, well, rock and roll, anything. Like, it's fairly new. We should give grace. Like, do you think it's on the youth to kind of just know that, or they got to just be young and then come to that own conclusion later on in life when they become of age? Like, because that's what we talk about bridging the gap. Like, bridging the gap, being able to have a certain understanding as uh, the young people and the older people learn how to, or know how to use their understanding to help explain certain things. Like, so. Do you think it's on the youth to kind of know that, or they got to go through it? Because you get what I'm saying. What's the value in the youth doing that? Like, why, why, why should they care? If they, because I've heard this argument by older rappers or veterans, whatever. If they continue to do the same thing because this is a young thing that they're trendy, not doing the same thing they're doing something different they are doing something different they are doing something different but it's all sounds the same you're saying what all of them are doing sounds the same yes yeah that's cool but it is it, it like hip-hop is a way pretty much out like it, it, it's it's what black Latino people have figured out a way as a it, it, it's a income source that people have figured a way out of their situation. So if I figured my way out using half the resources that you did, who cares as long as I figured my way out? Like it, 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 you got to put value in them reaching out to older artists. Now, older artists reach down. Older artists have figured figured out the value in reaching down to the younger artists. Younger artists, it, there has to be a point of value of something to make them, you know, because they respect who they respect. 
So we yeah. can't say they don't respect the old. They just right. don't respect the old Everybody. Yeah. who's not doing what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at hip hop, yeah, oh, they, they yeah, look yeah. up to your Gucci's. They look up to your Wayne's. They, that's who they look up to. So why do I need to know who Biggie Tupac was if as far as I'm going back, it's just the Wayne? It has to be incentivized. I would say this is like the first era where the elder statesmen of hip hop is getting older and being worth to look up to. Because before, the older rappers of the 80s and the 90s wasn't that much older. Nah, no disrespect, but they just look fucked up when they get older. I'm gonna be honest. That's not, that's not even sugar-coated niggas missing teeth. Niggas look crazy. You feel what I'm saying? So why are you gonna tell a young nigga getting all this money to look that's up? That's the, like fucking... Yeah. That's like yeah. Jordan. Jordan, you gotta tell Jordan he looking up to Dr. J and a nigga in the record, you know what I mean? Looking crazy. Like, hey, what I mean? He remember me? Like, nah. Like, we not... You feel what I'm saying? So now... <laughs> The Pusha T's, the hoes, the Buster Rhymes, the old Jada Kisses, the old, older niggas above 40 in their 50s looking good, still a bust your ass on the court, so to speak. That's why. It's an it's a reason it's, to look now it's, it's, like, Even Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne ain't young, so you want to do Lil Wayne. You want to do Snoop. You want to do... It's mad niggas I can name that's still looking good, getting to the bag. That's older, and they, and they base is hip-hop. Hip-hop is... Yeah, in the 90s, when them niggas was young, they was looking up to certain niggas, and them niggas was look crazy. I'm gonna be all the way funky. Niggas could take it however they want to take it. Them niggas was looking like straight mortar oil, armor wall, two dollars. Come wipe my shit down real quick, Neff. Like that type shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we gotta call it how we call it. So now these niggas looking good, getting to the money, showing the younger niggas like, yo, we can get old in this shit, and that's a beautiful thing. So. It's hard to tell a nigga to look at somebody or do your research on a nigga and now he a fiend, dog. Like, who right, you want right, to do right. research on a fiend at the end of the day? Like, so what? Yeah, so what? Yeah. That's how I say it looked at. But now we getting older, we looking good, so it's a little bit more hope. Because nigga, that was the whole argument. Yo, Mick Jagger and them could... Yeah, nigga, Mick Jagger ain't motherfucking drinking old dudes in 211. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mick Jagger still getting to the money. What you talking about? Yeah. Of course the rock and roll niggas is going to support that. Yeah, it still look cool. Yeah, still look yeah. cool. It still look cool. Um, I saw somebody, um, it was some rock, rock artist. I don't know, big rock artist. I don't know his name. Don't remember, but I was watching Bill Maher. And he was on there, like, you know, in the beginning of the show, like, he'll always, like, do a one-on-one interview with somebody. And he was just talking to him, and he was saying, you know, uh, the show was uh, recorded in L.A. He was saying he was going back on tour. The first show was in Vegas that night. So, you know, Vegas and Cali is, you know, a couple hours, whatever. But he was going to Vegas after the show, and he's fucking seven in his seventies. You know what I'm saying? Still rocking, still going crazy. Like this is a new tour. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still working, still single and rock star life, and you know all of that shit. So it was, it's yeah. You're absolutely right. Like they still make it look cool. 
So for your era, you look up to the people who were cool. You know what I'm saying? And you looking up to them like, oh yeah, that's my man. Like I'm gonna go check him out. Mm-hmm. Word, word. Um, when you rep what we rep, you carry on tradition. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, so you know, this is kind of like the 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 slow time for like people who love sports. Because there's no more basketball, football ain't start yet. All you got is baseball and the Stanley Cup, and maybe golf. Um, you do got some track and field action going on if you're into that. Um, but this is typically like the slow time. What I will say, mentioning track and field, uh, Shakari Richardson is running again. Um, she has won a few races. Um, she's still her. In terms of how she's coming, she ain't changed her energy one bit. Like, and you know, we've spoken about her a bunch of times. Like, I like Shakari Richardson. Like, I like Shakari Richardson. I like all of what she comes with. Um, the only point that we made was when you when you come in that way, you have to win. You have to win because it don't look as cool if you don't win. <laughs> it's not unless, as dope unless you're Adrian Bruno. <laughs> yeah, nah, word though. Nah. He, the bat. he was getting the money though before he started losing. And he still was getting money and losing. So I guess you got to win or get hella money and make that argument, I mean, sound somewhat, somewhat motherfucker argumentative and I mean, good defend you. Because if you lose and talking shit like at that point, we can't even defend your ass, goddamn. Yeah. He's, he's the only nigga that's able to lose and pop shit. No, pop shit crazy though, like he won. Like right mm-hmm. after the fight, like right after the fight, nigga be on it, like he won. Like he was undefeated. <laughs> he really thought yeah. he was Floyd. That's really what it was. That's what it boiled down to. He just thought, he just embodied the whole, like. It wasn't only him. <laughs> Niggas thought he was Floyd too. That's why no, they keep I know. showing up to his fight. But I'm just talking about like, he really believed it, like. Believes, excuse me. But I'm saying he tricked the fans into nah, believing right. that too. You're right, you're right. Because yeah. I'd be damned if I watched one of his shits at this point of the game. <laughs> but he's still doing numbers. I think he fought last weekend or this weekend coming. Nigga's still fighting. That's and ain't won in mad long. Yeah. So, yeah, um, he's still something to see a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. You said he's still something to see? I tried to swerve it. I tried. Yeah. I tried to swerve it. I'm talking yeah. about like for the entertainment value, not like boxing. I mean, you don't talk shit. Yeah. Not like boxing. I was talking about doing what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word. Yeah. That nigga made it. Uh, we in a day and age when niggas do the opposite of what they supposed to do and still get to the bag somehow. So, I, yeah. I, oh, welcome to 2022, goddamn. Yeah, because this the halfway point for sure. <laughs> this the halfway point. Yo, uh, but no, hold on real quick. Before I moved on from the Shakari point, though, like, rules, like, do you think that the same people that were shitting on her just going to up and forgive her if and when she starts winning again? Because I believe that she has the potential to be the best to do it as a female. I do. At the 100 meters in particular. So you think they're just gonna be all forgiving 
she start winning again, or you think they always gonna hold this stigma over her because she coming how, the way she coming and she looked how she looked? Respectfully. I'm on the side. They gonna, you know how I go. Ups and downs, smiles and frowns. They'll be back on it when she start winning. First they love me, then they hate me, then they love me again. They start inviting you to the banquet, nigga. <laughs> hey, what's up? The college, the boys, boys. Oh no. Word. Hit you I always knew you was gonna. I know. I knew you was gonna do it. <laughs> Everybody always want to hit you with the. I, I knew you was gonna do it. That's nasty too. Now, Gert, you was telling me about Tehran that it was just fire, and um, I still haven't seen that yet. But I did see Hustle. We talked about it last week. Um, we did see Hustle. Hustle was definitely fire. Um, Ayo, I'm gonna come clean. Hey, yo, real quick before you uh get to that, just Adam Sandler movies. Did you you was watching that and did you feel like like the ending? So the ending of Adam Sandler movies now, you don't know what to expect from uh what was the last movie he had before Uncut that? Gems. Uncut Gems, how Uncut Gems ended. Was you looking for some of that at, in Hustle? Or did you just, uh, you know, because I'm looking like son, I, I bet son probably going to shit on him at the end or son going to do something wild and it ain't turning out that way. Uh, nah, you, I didn't feel like that. I didn't feel like that. You ain't think it was going to be a surprise ending? Nah, not on how it was going. Nah. That's what would have made it if. I, well, I like I like when that happened. I like well, when I like what I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't happen I, in this, and I, I I normally like when that happened, but I was content with it not happening in this. Yeah, it was good. I, I just felt how they were shaping it up and the type of movie it was. I think that it was a feel-good story, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't think it would have gave you that that twist. But uncut gems could have been that too. Nah, he could have spun uncut. Nah, that Jim wasn't that wasn't that wasn't a feel good. There was that that whole movie was unsettling. Like you know what I'm saying? No, you wasn't you wasn't stationary at no point through that whole that shit is that shit is going the whole time. So nah, I can't say that for that one. But um definitely like I both. Think the ending, but the ending still had some unpredictability to it. It did. I didn't predict Hobie doing that. Um, Making it to the league. Are you talking about you, you talking about you talking coming out coaching and homie the team they about to play is the homie that he took that roller coaster with the whole time. I ain't expect that. Nah, I kind of seen did. that. That's normally yeah. how that go. Yeah, that's yeah, that you is. don't get the nigga on the team where you want him. <laughs> that's the but that's the ill shit. And I you know, but if Bron get his son on the same team with him is what's going to make him the illest nigga ever because you don't get to pick where a nigga go to the NBA at. Like, so if Bron could get his son to whatever team he's on, like, that's one of the craziest like, – that won't be topped in our lifetime. Or, um, So, look. I got a confession to make, right? So I don't do, look, I don't do reality TV, 
What? Watching Love and Hip Hop. No. Uh -huh. Basketball wise, niggas, basketball wise. No. 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 Let niggas guess. Let niggas <laughs> guess what shit you want. All right, go ahead. You can guess. Yeah. Man, it's all gonna be wrong. Hey, yeah, he watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> See, now, now this is getting out of control. <laughs> now I gotta take the wheel. <laughs> now I gotta take the wheel. A lot of pumps. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. So shout out to shout out to Styles P because what made me watch oh, this is oh, my no, nigga Styles. I'm just telling see you which way he went. I'm just he telling you. To throw in a hard rapper to make it. I'm telling you what I'm telling you what what made me do it. Nah, nah, ghost. It was all ghost. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you what made me do it. I'm telling you what made me do it. I seen him. I'm like, all right, he's not gonna be on there crazy. I know he's gonna hold it down. I want to see like what's what. So it's couples therapy though. And um, yeah, so we do watch that. But <sighs> see, do you watch this shit? Ain't that a second time on it? No, Styles? I've never watched that. What's going I've with only I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. On there. They you did couples therapy already. Nah, I think they did some other shit. I didn't see that. I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It wasn't this, I don't think. But I don't know. I did, I think he did do some other shit, but I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, I started watching that shit. And it's crazy because I, I still can't, like, fully engage in this shit because you know, like, this shit is still scripted. Like, this shit be blowing my shit. Like, yo, come on, man. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? But, um, yeah, I just figured out. I, I throw that out there. That's my confession. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. You've been all watching Black Love with Unstyles P. It's a show called Black Love. It got styles. It got mad people. Is that the, is that the uh, Papoose joint? No, no. It's a show called Black Love. It's like just like they sit down with them and talk to them about Black Love. You feel what I'm saying? Some real. It's not no scripted. Oh shit. yeah, I think I've seen that. It's like an interview. Yeah, it's almost like, like an interview. They... Yeah. Okay. Casey, by the way, <laughs> niggas, hey. just, niggas, <laughs> niggas just start hearing another voice. <laughs> Dude, you ain't even do your hey guys. <laughs> well, reality, reality TV, everybody just popped up. Was... <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. Yeah, but other shows though, man. I yo, I, I'll be honest, like I just been I've been moving so crazy. I ain't had time to fucking watch TV like that. Like <laughs> it's been mad shit going on. Hey Gert, did your um did your or do your um girls like you know what I mean hold it down for Father's Day or you get the typical father's gifts every you know, that's what every I wanted to, that's what I wanted to talk about. So we here <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and happy belated Father's Day to y'all both on, on air. <laughs> good luck, good luck. Happy Yo, Father's Day. I'm gonna tell y'all, have daughters, man. Daughters get you good gifts. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a sons, fact. Sons, sons is trash. My son ain't giving me shit. My daughters, yeah. but wait, oh, wait, 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 audience out there, his son is like nine months. Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Yo, the, the truth is the truth. 
I'm just saying, truth is the truth. My daughters went all out. They got um, they held it down. That's My good. son, nothing. <laughs> His son is a baby. <laughs> just don't give you a voice note. Give you a voice note. He ain't even <laughs> that nigga. Bulls, he, he, ain't gave a, he gave him a fist to the stomach. He probably he probably <laughs> keyed off on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Nose. So. I hope he, yeah, that's trash to revert to say this shit. So so mean. Yeah, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just telling the truth to the audience. This is what happened. See, this is why context is so important. (laughs) (laughs) And see, you was right. It's all in the details. (laughs) Yeah. Some trash. My trans son get older. I'm saving this one. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to clip it up? It's, it's an accurate. Yeah. This is a historical fact right here. This happened. Now he bringing oh history into it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just saying. That's crazy. My, uh, my oldest daughter made a strong case to being my favorite kid. <laughs> 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 putting oh it out God. there. Yo, this guy is crazy. Y'all hear him? <laughs> that was crazy. Just, just telling the truth. I'm saying what y'all was thinking. Gerd got his favorite for sale. He's like, you know that favorite? That's for sale. Now. <laughs> yeah, it moves. It moves. It could move at any moment. So, yeah. Okay. What you did, if somebody topped you, then, hey. hey. <laughs> Yeah. Just call a spade a spade. I can't. Yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> but I glad glad you enjoyed. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 how was y'all father's day? <laughs> <laughs> I will I will say from a from a just like a percentage wise, well at least from, from my perspective, uh a lot of fathers is is doing the right thing. Versus to like the stereotypical answer of like Back in the day, though, my father shit. wasn't around. My father ain't no. I don't got no yeah. father. I've seen a lot of, you know what I mean? Even dudes that I know rock with, they take care of their kids and they do whatever for their seeds. Even through, you know, the baby mama circumstance, I know that's a tough, tough water to navigate through sometimes. And they still make it happen. So salute to all the fathers. That's, you know what I mean? Even the stepfathers, fathers. Yeah, 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 doing a good job. Just just go around this generation. So salute to all y'all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Word. Word, Father's Day is expensive. And that's all I gotta say. Oh, so you get good gifts too. <laughs> um see what I'm saying about daughters? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing about that is it's not so much about my daddy anymore. It's more so about my husband. You said it ain't about my daddy. It's about my zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy. You gotta put, you gotta take this, put a seat up there. Yeah. I mean, no. my daddy, he still get, my dad get gifts from me and he get gifts from my kids because I do it like that. Like, I'll be like, a grandpa gift and a daughter gift or like me and my husband gift, whatever. But then it's like, it's got to be about because realistically you've been celebrating Father's Day with your father 
for like the past 37 years. Now it's like about the man in your life. You got to make him feel special. So it was just like, damn, nigga. Like, why can't you just get... <laughs> why can't you say you want to do regular stuff? Like, why I got to ask you what you want? Yeah. Like, it's, it's stuff like that. So, but... Yeah. It was worth it to see him. Like, you know, like you want to give people what they uh I guess what they asked for and like what they deserve. And like you said, was like if you take care of your family and you do what you gotta do for your family, there's nothing that I wouldn't do to make you feel appreciated. Work. So Facts. Well, yeah. can't top that one. <laughs> 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 and you can't beat that with a bat. <laughs> hey, you see your man Diddy out here with uh <laughs> with uh Young Miami? You see him running around with Young Miami? Nah. What happened? So Young Miami got so basically there's a show. She got a show on Revolt. Her and Diddy is fucking, and they basically look like <laughs> that shit look weird i'm be honest like weird from the perspective of diddy is wild like oh yeah oh it's all of that like my nigga you look crazy right now like even if this is how you give it up boss like i don't want to see this shit <laughs> that's nasty yeah like and i'm not saying it's nasty from the perspective of him dating her because of her age because that's actually the question i want to ask like rules do you feel like at 50, it's cool to fuck with a 25-year-old. Me personally, nah. But I don't... It's weird, man, because I you can't... Ain't, you ain't never been 50 before, right? Yeah, I never been 50. Like said, it's nasty, but I ain't never been 50 before, so... <laughs> nah, I ain't been I mean, me personally, I, ain't, I wouldn't do it, but... But I, at the age I'm at, if I go back 25 years, that's straight. You ain't never been 50 before. Yeah, if I'm 50, I'll probably do 30. 25 and I'm 50? Nah, that's, that's hope. Nigga, that's hope right there. Nigga, nigga girl said that. <laughs> it can happen under the right. <laughs> the right. I'm not, because I, I feel the same way he do, like, but that, that's hope talking. Uh, everything he's saying. I just, I hope that 50 ain't out here. Nah, that's called karma, nigga, because I got daughters. I'll be damned if she's 25 and nigga come t- through like, yo, what, uh, hey, baby, yep. you know what I'm saying? You about, oh, you only two years younger than me? What's up? What's up, pops? Like, Hell no, we ain't doing that, dogs. Be done stole Cone Stone East Steve Austin his ass in the living yeah. room right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm All that. But I'm saying at 50 and a little 25-year-old run down on you, you just for hope you could shake her. Or you saying it's a definite, you definitely shaking her. Now I will say this. I'm shaking her as much as as much as I can, like all the fiber, all the power and fiber. With everything in my bones. That's hope. With everything in my bones. I get it. If we if we in the doctor's office and she walk into the room ass naked first and ass first, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god! <laughs> if she got the Gucci gown on front with. Like if she motherfucking moonwalking with a hunt. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's get a little like, tougher. It's hope. Yeah. 
But if we just at CVS and I'm going to get my meds or something, and she like, hey, and then I could sh- I'll, I'll, I'll Deion Sanders that want to shake that off, but. Not the meds, yo. <laughs> See, what, we talking about what age we at, bro? Yeah, yeah. That's funny as hell. That's funny as hell. <laughs> See what you were saying, head. see? Um, when my mom and my dad went through their divorce, Craig was out here. And uh, <laughs> that nigga had himself a little 20-something-year-old and he was just having fun with I knew what it was. I was like 18. Well, six, yeah, no. Yeah, I was like 16. And she was like maybe like 20... I want to say no more than 23. Like, I knew what it was. So I seen it firsthand, and I was just like, really, Dad? How old was your pop? My dad was in his, like, almost 50. He was in his 40s. Like, maybe, he couldn't have That's been no saying. older. Never been 50 before. I wait <laughs> time to 50 to answer like that. That was just to prove a point. Like, that was that. Because he was just, like, fresh out of a divorce. He was just wilding, doing crazy stuff. But then he eventually got somebody his age that he wanted to, you know, like now he married again. So, and she's his age. But when he was out having fun, he was just, you know, it was different having, chicks. He was like, having fun when he was having fun. Yeah. <laughs> he was in these streets. This is Miss Such and Such. And I'm like, yo, I ain't calling her Miss. He said, nigga, that's Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> this is Miss Such and Such. Nigga, that's Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I know Teresa. Everybody That's knows Teresa. Amber. I ain't calling her no damn miss. She's 20. Right. Like, so, <laughs> I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, I never dated nobody that old because I was like, that's disgusting. Like, you old enough to be my dad. Like, that's how I looked at it. But some women um, don't look at it like that. Like, the way that Diddy be talking to her is kind of creepy to me. Like, the way he look at her, like, it's just like it's it's creepy, and um, I just couldn't do it. I know I couldn't date nobody that was like in their forties or something, and I'm in my twenties. It's nasty. You on a whole nother level, like old old. Well, I want to say old niggas, but old men talk to you nasty, like they do, and it just <laughs> creeps me out. It really creeps me out. Like I just be like, what the hell are you talking about, old ass man? The way they look at you. It's just, <laughs> I can't do that shit. I need somebody young that's going to be with the times, that know the proper terms and slang. And you just over here saying old oh, shit. Word. It's nasty. Talk about you ain't hip. <laughs> if a nigga saying hip, you old. <laughs> you I know of, when they go to the club, they be wearing like not club outfits. They be wearing Dickie. like. <laughs> OG like run up on you, like, man. Up on you like, like take a child and like I'm feel that crawfish back. You hear me? I can't. I just, just I can't do it. It's just a creepy feeling. Yeah. Oh, the the verses. Who y'all got for the verses? Uh Jewels or Bleak? That's not happening, is it? That's not happening. That's fake? I thought you were yeah. talking about Marion and... Yeah, so... so, so real the, news. Nah, so the news is Jewels is supposed to be going up against somebody else. 
And I feel like Joel's responded saying, um, or, or I think maybe somebody in the comments says something about Bleak. And Joel's responded basically dismissing Bleak, like I get Bleak. The but they've been, nah, they've been having a back and forth. Correct. Bleak and Joel's. At this point. But I'm saying the versus is not happening, though. I believe he's supposed to be going with uh, against somebody else. Lloyd Banks. Lloyd so Banks. They accepted. Yep. yep. Lloyd Banks. That's exactly what it is. He is Joel's and Lloyd Banks. So I think Joel smokes Banks. I, don't. I do not. I do not. I think Joel smokes Banks. I'm so fly. <laughs> Banks got a good. I think Banks got a good seven records. Nah, nah. not with those G Unit songs. Yeah, he get, he get, he got mad freestyles. He's in a lot of his you <laughs> yeah, know, but do them freestyles more of a cult than a Dipset was. So I hear all of that, but Jewels had Banks had a summer too. And, 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 but and I think Banks, Banks summer is a lot of features. Banks got features. We on fire. All that shit. All that. Who he got? Who Banks got features with? You got the uh, the started up joint. Yeah. Um, I can't think off the top of my head. Don't do that. He's tripping. The niggas couldn't talk to people for the first 10 years of their career. Oh, my God. Shut up. Don't <laughs> 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 yeah. said Banks got features. He yeah, well. MTV that's talking with a mic. <laughs> well, and that's another layer. 50 wouldn't let him talk to people for years, and he don't talk himself. So where no. did all of these features come from? <laughs> I'm so weak. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said he got features. That nigga got like three total features, and 50 is on two of them. That nigga what? can't have friends by himself. He got his own songs today. Shit. Yeah, he, he do. Down with his own songs. But do his own shits hit other places like Joel should do? Yes. Yeah. Because Joel's got the... Joel's got... Yeah, we will see. Joel's got a, a Wayne mixtape. Then he got the Backlight Cook Cracks. Then he got yeah. his cam features. And then he got his own shits that caught. Like, it, it, I, it's, I think it'd be a long Joel, day. Do you think that Joel's versus Bleak is a better is a better matchup? Because I, I think, think Joel's so. versus Bleak is a better matchup, and I don't think Hove is going to let Bleak lose that. No, absolutely not. I think not. Hove will invest into that what he needs to invest into that to make sure Bleak gets the win. Yeah, that's going to be crazy too. I don't yes. think Hove let Bleak walk out there looking crazy. Never. Nah, he's never. Never. So <laughs> he's gonna have to train with Dipset. So I mean, he's gonna have to train with the locks. He probably gonna tell Jada to train or something. <laughs> Go do some type of versus boot camp because that nigga <laughs> bleak. He ain't been rapping and ain't been doing shows in a while. But if you so. if you look at Bleak's first three albums, Bleak got three. Bleak got features. <laughs> Bleak got features though. He do. I could see Missy coming out with Bleak for, for is that sure. your chick. For sure, I can see I that. I see Ti. I see Ti coming out for round, round here. here. Round here would be crazy. I, oh I, yeah. I see. I see them investing. One, I, I see one. I see one nine hundred hustler happening. 
I see one nine hundred hustler happening. I see yeah, like I see those bleak songs happening. And then you still got do my ladies, like you still got yeah. them big joints like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you I know, see. this is going to be like the unofficial whole verses. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I see them doing what you verses. think of that. I see what you think of that. What you, I can see, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, they need to make that happen. And that's all but I'm going to say about that. Cause I, I don't know if the contract is signed <laughs> with, with them and with him and uh, Banks. I would assume if they announced it, maybe. I don't know. But, I just uh, looked at versus shit. I ain't see no mention of neither. Neither. So okay, because I I know Swiss went live the other day with him. I didn't watch it though. I think the best matchup out there right now is Jim and French Montana. It's a Marion, right? Marion and fucking um. Yeah, Mario. Mario, Mario got two songs. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, know Mario, Mario had more than two songs. Mario for sure. Yeah, that's gonna be bad. That's gonna be bad smoke. Black that nigga smoke. gonna do. You should let me love you ten times. <laughs> he, like he, said, he said, "Nigga, this is the calypso version." <laughs> <laughs> that nigga gonna do every version that you should oh, let me love you. He got an Afrobeat version too. <laughs> yeah, Afrobeat. Yeah, he doing that shit ten times. Yeah, and nah, then that's just not friends. The other, two. I'm not gonna watch that. Um, nah. but they do need to make they do need to make Memphis Bleak and Jewels happen. Nah, I think, I think people, Jim Jim and French is the one I want to see. I think that'd be dope. I don't want to see that shit. You wouldn't um, want to see Jim and French? <laughs> no, I don't care. Um, I would want to see Jim and somebody else, but not French. Like I, I think French smokes hold on, Jim. Why, hold on, hold on. Tell tell me tell me why not. See, yeah, because I don't care about French. Um, you don't, French no, you got a you lot didn't, of you big didn't really, records. You didn't really listen to French like that. See, this is the thing, right? I never really cared about your whole New York movement, and I just never really care. Like what, I care what, about some of this. But wait, stuff, see but just, what New York movement? Um, the French movement. I never really cared about mac and cheese. Never really cared about Dipset. Um, I never really cared about. Um, yeah, none of that shit. The wave died. I never really cared about any of it. I knew about it, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Exactly. So, even, and, even. And, hold on, hold on. But girl, wait, hold on. Point, wait, let me. I ask. feel like that 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 ba- that brings it back to what we were saying about bias because she knows of it because of her region and proximity. I get it. And you still going. She just did. Still going to trickle no, down. She just didn't. She just didn't like it. Is what she's saying. Yeah, she, correct, she didn't, correct, she didn't she like didn't it, like but she didn't, but, no, 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 but she didn't, right, she didn't, she didn't hold it up to be what everybody else was no, saying. No, 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 but because, French Montana is a big deal. No, we, but she can acknowledge Not that. Not to me. No, 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 I, I'm with you, see, but I'm saying chart-wise with his right. records, French has big, like, that Unforgettable yeah, is a global, yeah. that's a global record. But Correct. it's because of Sway Lee and them, it's not because of French. It's on French's album. It's on French's album. I'm saying it's because of the people that he had on there. Like, if you yeah. get somebody and you get a hit, because Ray Shrimmer also made that Janae Aiku song a hit. They also made I Don't Got No Type a hit. 
you had to look at the people that he had to I'm, go get to make. I'm song. not, but but so if you look I'm at not discrediting him for being smart enough to make a song, he had a couple of songs that caught and that were good. I just never cared, and I still right. didn't care about unforgettable, about un whatever, unbelievable, whatever the fuck song. Unforgettable. Is. I'm forgetful. I'm in, it was but I'm in agreement. Well, because I didn't care. Like, I didn't not, care. I'm not. Um, I'm not in agreement with you, but I, I I understand what you're saying. I think you're uh, right with what you're saying. But my argument is that French, all of French records, well, not all, but the majority of French records are features, and Jim is hot now. Like Jim, so French got a lot of big records, but Jim has a lot of current, like a lot of current records that's ring, you know? So to see them go up against each other, I think it'd be dope. But I I, I, I do, I, I just don't know how regional that would be because of how big French records are. I think that could pass more than just a regional thing. I think... I understand what you're saying, but I still feel that a lot of that is still New York bias because there are so many people who don't care the same way. And they, they're they like, see, they know it. They know it's big on the charts. They see it or they might hear it in the radio or when they go to the club, but they're not playing it on their own and they don't care. So I think it's something maybe they can't connect. Well, obviously it's something they can't connect to. So I think you being from New York and just understanding the language and the culture of New York, it changes your, or it shapes your perspective a certain way to be able to appreciate things differently than people that are not familiar with that region. And that was my whole point on the bias. Now I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying because of who those two people are and, and with their history, I think it could be something to watch. Because of their history, because their of history, their history. But a they, lot of people don't know their history and they don't care. But hold on, hold on, see, I'm going to push back on that because the same could be said about the Jeezy and Gucci thing. That's my point. The same could be said about that. A lot of people didn't know that history and a lot of people didn't no. care. No, oh, hell no. If you was a Jeezy fan and you was a Gucci fan. If you, you were a Jeezy that, fan right. and a Gucci fan. Right. That's what we're saying. And that's what no, we're saying. If you're a, a French fan and you're a gym fan, then you don't care about that. The same thing. I don't think so because they didn't, They both of those people weren't as big as both of those people. Both that may what be people? true. That, no, Gucci uh, and Jeezy are a movement. Neither it's one of them have between. a bigger record than Unforgettable. Um, I could see uh, what's his face that song. Um, I, you know I'm super fly. You know I'm super high. That song with uh Bruno Mars or whatever. I never Gucci even heard it. Over. See. Gucci was commercial. Yeah, Gucci was. So was I mean, I, I was about to say if, if it was. Neither one of neither one of them have a bigger record than Unforgettable. Okay, like let's just let's just prove your point and say they might not have had a bigger record than them. But both of their movements all were balling, longer. I would say both of their movements, as far as their albums and all of that stuff, that stuff was longer. And they are, I, I would honestly say that they are more influential and more. Um, they're they're stamped in rap more so than Jim and Fred. I to their culture they are, but that's I'm not but that's to their culture because their culture I'm saying all the way up here. You had people, you had the South watching that, and then you had people up here watching that. 
they but, and Jeezy had a whole movement with like the snowman shirts and everything. It was Dipset didn't different. have a movement. No, they didn't, and I'm telling you, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was only in South Jersey, and See, you they bugging. didn't have a movement. But, See, let me ask you this. Hold on. Let me ask you this real quick. Let me let me ask you this real quick. Not enough for for people. No, listen. Let me ask you. Let me ask real quick. Real quick question. Where you were in high school or whatever, were not you, but was niggas wearing pink? Me, which niggas wearing pink? Yeah, niggas was wearing pink. Then that's the movie. Kanye was wearing pink because Kanye said they weren't doing it. They weren't doing it because of Kanye. See. Yeah, niggas were not niggas doing that because Louis of Kanye. Vuitton backpacks because of Kanye. Yes, hey yo, that's wait, hold, but wait, but wait, real up. quick. Hold on, because wait, wait, wait. Let me ask this. Hold up, Jer. Let me ask this. Out of the four of them, rank them in their relevance in up today, right now. Um, what four? Jeezy, French, Gucci, Jeezy. No, no, you mean Jim Jones. Jim so you're saying, Gucci, Jim, you're saying Jim Jones, Jeezy, Gucci, and French. Today, who's which one of them would you say is the most relevant in hip hop right now? What year uh, we stopping Gucci. at? Gucci. What year we stopping at? No, no, no. Right now, today. We're <laughs> today. starting <laughs> today. I'm lit right now. I'm lit today. What year we stopping at? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Gucci. Then I would say Jim. Then I would say... Um, I would say Jeezy before French because mm -hmm. Jeezy put Today? Out, yes. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're all a body of work because look, you, you talk about today like this is the only day. No, nigga, you don't no, get no, 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 no. with none no, of your history. No, what I'm saying, no, I'm saying today, I would put Jim and French to be more relevant than Gucci and Jeezy. Yeah, no, no, no. Because you don't know, bro. No, I'm speaking to... Right now, Jim is promoting <laughs> an album. You don't know. <laughs> Jim is from... And French, I have French to be bigger than... I'm I'm, I'm, I'm basing that off of... Your if they all tour together... No, no. If they Hold all on, tour we'll together... Get, get us out if of they here, all tour together, who's headlining? Um, Jeezy and Gucci, or Jeezy, probably not. None of them niggas that you mentioned. They definitely you think not they had trying to be ignorant to Jim because I love Jim and I love that I went with him and Mayno. But you said what 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 is, what um what festival did you say that they were headline? Like huh? what, no, I'm what? asking. Any, I'm asking any uh, so or any place they're not doing that. Well, Gucci, Gucci headlines festivals. Gucci headlines. Didn't he headline like Gucci is the guy? Huh? Gucci is the Gucci is definitely the guy. However, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know what his overseas presence is like, or I don't know what that success looks like. Yeah, I don't, I can't really. Overseas, but his overseas. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm saying it. French overseas, he got that shit on Smash. So because of that, sure. that's, nah, he does. Because of records like Unforgettable, like in particular, that in itself made him, yeah, you know, first of all, he's from, uh, he's from Africa, right? So exactly, so, Morocco. Morocco. Yeah, I was right. Exactly. Okay. He's from Morocco. So that in itself, that in itself, he's the most famous person to ever be from there. And he had this big smash record. He still goes back. You know what I'm saying? Like he's internationally known on the microphone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that matters. That matters. And I don't know that Gucci can go to Morocco. Not to say he can't get a show in Morocco, but I just don't know. I, I, what I will say is his presence is not going to be bigger 
than a French or something like that. So that's the only reason why I say what festival, because if you say Coachella, let's just say Coachella, right? For the sake of the argument, let's say it's Coachella and there's four artists in the pool. You got Jim, you got French, you got Gucci, you got Jeezy. Who do you think for next year's Coachella, if those are your four options, see, I'm gonna ask you, if those are your four options and next year's Coachella, who headlines the show? Mm. Um, I say Gucci. I say Gucci again, Gucci or Jeezy. I wouldn't say um, I. I wouldn't say French. I don't think he has enough in his arsenal. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, real quick, Wolves. What do you say? It's either or. It's definitely either French or Gucci. To me. But it depends what they do from here to next year. So as of right now, today, that's crazy. I probably, probably lean more towards French. There's more to music, dog. You gotta You're understand right. what, what French come with. That and that's my point. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, more music. Cause he he got the Kardashians. He's like he's he's different. I, and I would put Jeezy yeah, over Gucci. the Kardashians. No, I'm saying his celebrity, right? Because his celebrity that's what's is that, a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, obviously we can't discredit that. So his celebrity, yeah, it holds a lot of weight because whether we care or not about the Kardashian Association, that is a major, that just opens him up to a whole nother demo that wasn't checking for him, that had no idea about us, uh, uh, Wave God and, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and all of those DVDs, like, had no idea of none of that, didn't care became just aware of him and maybe paid attention a little more because of that association. So all of that does help. Um, yeah. But Gucci too, like, though. Yeah, I, I know. I was about Gucci to say, too. I feel like Gucci's influence on the game and where it is sonically today is a super big deal. And I know Coachella isn't hasn't been that hip-topped out in terms of having the headliner be like that street, right? That raw. All of their headliners are pretty much clean cut artists. So, mm -hmm. so that could either lend to one or the other. That could either lend to them continuing that trend. If you go clean cut, then it's French. But if you look at maybe the sound and what's going on right now, it is Gucci because of the little babies and because of like everybody in the Atlanta scene. That don't every that don't that don't necessarily translate to that though. When you talking about a when you paying for a Gucci performance. I don't think Gucci be Jeezy. Performance-wise, Coachella. Not. I'm saying Coachella, Coachella. got to decide between this list. I think Coachella it's clear-cut. It's French. French. It's French. It's and French. then I say they go to Jeezy after French. And then I uh, say Gucci. I agree. I agree. I agree. If we You're talking right. something like that. That's right. You said uh, French, Jeezy, Gucci, Jim. And Jim. Yeah, yeah that's the order. Uh, I disagree. All right, what, what you Me got in too. the order? I, I yeah. agree with that order. I do agree with that order. Uh, who you got, Wolves? In order. I, I think French and Gucci are tied. I, I, mean, that, I mean, that's cool. Then, uh, that's fine. That's fine. I don't but, think close. But even because that's still, all right, just, just give me see? who's three and four. Yes. Three and four. Oh, y'all want me to? Oh. Yeah, no, no. Be, Wolves, you finishing this. Jeezy then Jim. Yeah, Jeezy then Jim. Yeah. See who you say, see, what's your order? I say Gucci. Um, I say French. 
and then I'd say Jeezy, and then I'd say Jim. Yeah. So what record? Got, but but what festival record would you say Gucci is gonna do at a festival? He got songs with Bruno Mars. He got songs with Drake. He got songs with um uh. Freaking! Oh my God! It was another person. These is big records. What big yes. record you got with uh, Bruno Mars? Um, that you know I'm so yeah, fly. you know I'm so fly. You that's a big that, That's a big. It's deal. him, Kodak Black. I mean, uh, yeah, him, Kodak Black, and Bruno Mars. Then yeah. um, he got song. I mean, like flies. Like he got like a lot of stuff. I, I'm wasted. Off the top of my head. Wasted. He got wasted. wasted. Yeah, he got a lot of festival songs. Like he got a lot of he, white girl friendly. Yeah, songs. he do got. He do got. He he got. He got big. He got big records. And in the crowd, but see, but here's the only thing. The only thing I might say though. I don't know. Nah, I can't even say that. I was about to say they might. There might be a disconnect with the youth, but I can't say that because. Um, all of the artists that we named, like French didn't put up nothing hot recently. Like that's most that's, of French songs is anthems. It depends the on the sponsor anthem, too. Huh? Whoever the sponsor is for the show, that depend that's gonna that's gonna steer the the headline. Whoever's sponsoring Coachella, like the main sponsors, that also play into it too. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Interesting oh, conversation. Jim Jones still got balling. And no. Gucci, but that's the biggest Gucci record and, that he has, though. No, yeah, but neither one of them got. But that's what you need for a festival: the big record. Not one. Not, <laughs> Not one. one. You you on stage for for some time? Maybe close. I know B did an hour. I don't know if and everybody then he does got the an hour. With Migos, he got songs with Travis. Nah, he Scott, got like. He, Shit. Nah, Gucci got shit. I, I'm not fronting on Gucci yeah. shit. I'm not fronting on Gucci shit. I'm not fronting on Gucci shit. But French is the safest bet out of those four. Definitely. And that's why I say and French. He got a you, song with the weekend. I forgot about that one too. You nah, you I gotta go French because of the safe point that I made earlier. Because he is the safest and he has those those big records, those anthems, and then he can bring out Lil Wayne and he can bring out Ross and you know what I'm saying? Like, Us it can get... Gucci. Yeah, Gucci I'm got saying... song with both, he got song with them, but I'm not saying, I get what you're saying as far as like it being safe. All and, right, yeah, and, and just safety. the image of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would, I would do that. But if we were going to like a Rolling Loud or something, he would definitely, Gucci would definitely go over French. I agree. And I, no I don't want to say I that. No way. That. Whoa, I don't. Wills, I don't. I'm telling you, don't nobody care about French. Oh shit! We don't yeah, sound. Went, it. Yeah, she went crazy. But now, I think what, it's no. It, there's oh, no Wills, place. Wolves, what you think? At uh, rolling, at uh, rolling loud, Gucci over French. Rolling loud, think Jim. Out of all of them, to be honest. Nah, nah, boys, we getting started. <laughs> No way. Rolling Loud, New York, probably, but Rolling Loud, I'm talking about the one in Miami. <laughs> I don't think you saying in Miami he, he's over he's over French in Miami, y'all are saying. Yeah, yeah. it's a different, it's a different crowd. It's a different festival. Crazy. Yeah, y'all are tripping. Kodak Black is over uh Jim in French in Miami. It's like well, a lot he's of, from Miami. Kodak yeah, exactly. Black is from there. 
But, but French I'm saying, is damn near from there too. Longevity. You're talking about people who got music and stuff like that. That's gonna hit. That's gonna go with the people that are there. People are not going to. I'm trying to tell you that French Montana. Let me just explain to you. And Jim Jones are New York artists, and you only revere them that high because that's where you're from. No, I no I, I like don't. I revere them. No, else. no. See, I'm saying French because of what he get in every time he step out the door. And I'd be willing to, that makes him the bigger artist when he steps out to perform. I get That's what, what I'm basing that off. As far as a bag, yeah. But that okay, bag is that. based off what you're going to what bring the in return. What people are going to bring. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I don't see it that way. I don't His see bag is based saying, off what you're going to make off of him. But can I ask you a question? Yes. If French came out with an album today, you would be trying to listen to You would try to listen to it. That's where me, you're going? Me, yes. But Anybody I'm saying else? that, but I'm saying that knowing yeah, the three, of, but the three of I them, I'm saying, but wait, time out. The three of them, I would say make better music than him. I, I'm not arguing that they, he makes the best music. I'm arguing that in a performance, a competitive performance, he beats them. That's what I'm arguing. If I look at his records and what he got, most of them shits is anthem. Sure, they got potential. I could be your sponsor. Meta but that's New York that a, right there, though. That exactly. right there. That, yeah. That so right okay. There, it is an so anthem now, sound. it's an yeah. anthem sound. So now, so but, that's that. That's a New York. Yes. Yeah. I'm I know agreeing with you. It was the first one. I know. I know you are. But I just, I, huh? I have to make the point to people who may not understand that particular song being one of the first ones that popped for him. That was a New York anthem. It had that bounce. It had that bop. You know what I'm saying? And people in fucking Milwaukee might not even know that joint because it didn't. You're right. it, didn't, it didn't reach, right? You're right. I mean, right. that's one. And then you get into the one with him and Pharrell. Uh, if you get what? in, what with him and Pharrell? Bring them things. Come on, not girl. Pull up. Come on, that, girl. That, stop, girl. That's not. That's not. Girl, stop, girl. You're telling me that's not a big girl, record? Stop, I've never bro. Heard I'm, I'm at, you could nah, say you no. Just that. say no. It's not a big record. No, not, nigga, you know that shit ain't no big right now. Look, can we up? agree? Can we agree that G out of all four of them, right? Jeezy is the one that's like in that legacy act lane. Like he, he, it's yes. a yes. right. Yes. All right, all right. That's yes. 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 So yeah, that we can yeah. end this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Look, this is crazy, man. Yeah, he, he yeah. on the like the old school tour, right? Atlanta, old, <laughs> Atlanta, <laughs> old, <laughs> like he doing tours with Outkast and shit like that. That's what we can say. Right Who's now? that? Who? Jeezy. Jeezy, uh, like, Jeezy. Yeah. Atlanta, he's definitely no? on the Goody Mob tour for sure. Yeah, he's Atlanta, Mob, yeah. Ludacris, oh, Outkast, but like, he's doing tours like that. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be honest. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But so I'm saying, what what year we stopping at? Jim Jones nah, he, on this, he on his Jones shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, I still do think that niggas do have that bias, but it's cool. <laughs> Some hey, of us sometimes sometimes it's harder to see it in ourselves than others. Um, and Gert, I just think this is one of those times. I don't think you see the bias. <laughs> I'm, I never said I'm not biased. What I'm saying is don't make me wrong because I'm biased. That's my point. No, I, I can be biased and I'm right. Um, All right. Well, yeah. we'll leave it at that. 
we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah. So on that note, uh, make sure everybody out there um, hits that like button on YouTube. Check out our visual content on patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Make sure y'all telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. Life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Fuck a pigeonhole, I'm a night owl, this a different mode I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe Heard you with a shooting guard, just let a nigga know I would have your court side, not the middle row All good love in a minute though I can't stress about no bitch cause I'm a timid soul Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove Pot start to bubble, see the suds, that shit good to go Whole sound suave, but I can't get recold Bro, think he John Wayne Bought them yellow stones, love the way they hang, babe For the silicone, everybody fake now You could crack the code, bust down everything Set in rose gold, dread talking to you niggas Like I'm J. Cole, I could tell her head good Before I even know, bitch don't tell me that you model If you ain't been involved Gotta throw a party for my day ones They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some Rest in peace to Drama King we was straight stunned. Y'all don't like the way I talk. Nigga, say something. Gotta throw a party for my day ones. Pull up and you know it's us, the bass jumping. Y'all don't like the way I talk and say something. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.